while people think the Dems are doing well, they're really screwing up the Trump impeachment. Uh, Andrew Cuomo, governor of New York, is a killer. Everything you say can and will be used against you. Biden, well, he's moving the goalposts, and he lets in some immigrants. COVID stupidity and Lynn and Sydney are back together. That and so much more on the PBL podcast. Politics and brown liquor. And welcome back to the PBL podcast, the E. Vanderbilt show. I think we're going to start calling it that, Woody. What do you think? The E. Vanderbilt, E. and Woody show. Now, for those of you in the know, the E. Vanderbilt, I'll explain the name. E. is just the first name. Just call me E. I once met a lady, Woody, I think I told you this story. I met a lady one time. Her name was, wait for it, E. That's right. Her name was E. If you spelled it, and I'm not making this up. I actually, this is a true story. I met this lady. Her name was E. And it was spelled E, capital E, 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 E. I think it was like six or seven E's, but literally her name, I had to ask her about it. Is, is it really E? How do you say that? She goes, E. I go, do people just call you E or do they call you E? And she just laughed and said, people call me E. So this is E, one E, uh, the last name Vandervliet, old family name the, from the Netherlands, the Vandervliet clan. But welcome to the show. So let's get right into it. The Dems, they are, you know, if you watch the um, impeachment hearings, and I'm not, I'm seeing clips of them, like most people, uh, you know, this kind of stuff is boring, except for those that eat, breathe, and uh, live this stuff. I, I do, I love it, but this this is just a farce. We all know this is a farce. We all know it's not going to uh, lead to any... Um, him being convicted you can't remove him because he's not a sitting president they just the dems just like i mentioned on yesterday's show they just don't want uh, trump to run again that's what it's all about but the dems they just they make stuff up they're liars uh, the democrats well they're just liars and they a couple of things i played a clip the other day where one of the impeachment managers i forget which one it is uh, basically to uh, omitted or struck out a story that they quoted that was absolutely wrong. The one where I said, you know, where Trump called a sitting senator and they claim he called the wrong sitting senator. And the one that they claimed that he called wrong was actually in the impeachment hearings and said, strike that. He, that didn't happen right there on the, the Senate floor. Uh, well, here's another one. The, this from John Solomon's Just the News. Um, and, and I highly recommend everybody to... Um, uh, follow John Solomon, uh, Justin News, or go to his website, justinews.com. It's a, he's just a great source of information. Here's the headline. Impeachment blunder, author of tweet, introduced at trial, says it was falsified and misinterpreted. So Jennifer Lawrence says, Rep. Swalwell, smarmy Swalwell, I added that part, I never called her to check meaning and appears to have altered her tweet with a blue check mark. She, uh, he, so there's two things that happen. So what they're trying to do, and it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, the whole, the whole premise of this is ridiculous. And every American should be going, stop this nonsense, left and right. But the left are eating it up. They love this stuff. And I, 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 you know, I was visiting someone, and I, they had it on in the background, very nice family. And they were buying all into what the Democrats said. I mean, the Democrats go first. They were buying everything. Trump is evil. Trump is a bad man. Trump. Uh, you know, he said all these mean things. He incited the riots, and just no such thing 
happen. The Democrats are taking uh, quotes from Trump out of context. They're not adding the part, uh, be peaceful. They're not adding all this language that Trump used that basically told everybody, be peaceful. In fact, he said, be peaceful. And then they're altering information. They're using fake news like they got busted for the other day. But this one, this one is flat out fabrication. It should be criminal. It should shut everything down. What rep Eric Swalwell, aka Fang Fang Bang Banger, uh, should have he should be he should be censored for this. Something should happen bad to him because of this, because this is absolute this is the impeachment of a United States president, a former United States president, not even a sitting president. Again, they wanted they're impeaching him so they can get he can't run again because they're afraid. They're afraid of Trump. So here it is. Uh, the author of the tweet uh, her name is Jennifer Lawrence. I don't think it's the actress. It's Jennifer Lynn Lawrence. Uh, she says that she believes the California Democrat and House impeachment manager falsified her tweet. He did two things. When they showed her tweet up on the screen during the impeachment hearings, they had her name and they had a blue check mark on it. She doesn't have a blue check mark. Now, if you're not familiar with Twitter, it's garbage. It's a garbage site. You know, I, I'm on it. I'm on it. And I really am. I'm, seriously thinking about dumping this after a few things that have happened uh and i should you should too we all should and and you know change is hard you know i have fun on twitter but it's not as much fun as it used to be since they purged about 30 40 percent of the people that are on it but anyway this is what they did they added a blue check mark to her tweet she's not a verified account the blue check mark indicates a verified account so if you're a famous person you, you verify that you're that particular person you know let's say um kurt russell i don't know if he has a twitter i don't know if he's verified but let's say kurt russell has a twitter account i like kurt russell and i'll explain why in a bit uh, kurt russell has a ver a twitter account and twitter verifies that's kurt russell the kurt russell the actor who's been acting pretty much his whole life and what he does is he verifies who he is and they give him a blue check mark now you know, and you're interacting with that account on Twitter, you're interacting with the actual actor, Kurt Russell. So Swalwell, or one of his minions, put a blue check mark on this lady to add credibility to the tweet that they put up on the screen in the, in the, imp the impeachment hearings. Like, uh, look at what tr this, this girl said to help Trump incite the riots, and I'm going to get to that in a sec. She's a blue check mark, so this is credible. This is the kind of people... This is why he incited the riots, and he had help from blue checkmark racist conservatives. So anyway, so that's the first thing that is a complete fabrication. And then he changed a word. I'm going to find her tweet, and I want to read the tweet to you uh, because the tweet said, oh, where is it in this? Oh, they didn't link to her tweet, so I do apologize for this, but I'm going to find it. Uh, she said in the tweet that we are bringing the Calvary. Um, and I said that that way for a reason, because uh, we are bringing, she said that we are bringing the Calvary. Calvary. Um, spelled C-A-L-V-A-R-Y. Well, if you know what Calvary is, and I'll be quite honest, I really didn't know until I read this story. Um, it's an open-air representation of the crucifixion of Jesus. 
So it's a religious thing. We're bringing the, we'll bring the Calvary means we're going to bring Jesus and we're going to bring faith. We're doing this out of faith. Swalwell, or one of his minions, rewrote that word. And the word that he put there was Calvary. Now, we know what a Calvary is, right? I know what a Calvary is. C-A-V-A-L-R-Y definition, an army component mounted on horseback. So what the absolute uh, lowlife, there's words circling in my head that I just don't want to say. What they actually said is that she's tweeting that we're bringing to Calvary when she said Calvary. Totally misrepresentation of what her tweet was. And they get away with it. The media didn't call them on it. It's absolutely outrageous. This is outrageous that Eric Swalwell, bang, bang, fang, fang, would actually do this at a presidential impeachment hearing. Un conscionable. Uh, Here is her tweet. We have been marching all around the country for you, meaning President Trump, Mr. President. Now we will bring it to D.C. on January and proudly stand beside you. Thank you for fighting for us. It has been an honor to stand up and fight for you in our nation. We will be standing strong on January 6th in D.C. with you. We are bringing the Calvary, Mr. President. So Eric Swalwell, Oh, again, words are swirling in my head. I don't want to say all right, a douchebag that he is, scumbag that he is. He's a combination of both of them. He's an absolutely garbage, worthless human being who should be censured and kicked out of office. And if you live in California and you voted for this cretin, you are just as bad as Swalwell. I'm sorry. Anybody who voted for this ass is a moron. Uh, he is a liar. He is corrupt. And he brought this to an impeachment hearing. He fabricated a tweet for his and his party's personal gain. And that personal gain is to prevent a United States citizen, a man who was the former president of the United States of America, from ever running for office again. They lied. They fabricated this, ladies and gentlemen is the Democrat Party. So they put this tweet up there to try to show that, look at people rallying behind him, calling for the Calvary, inciting violence. She was inciting Jesus. She was bringing faith to this because she believed, and she has faith. She believes in faith. She's faith. She has faith. But they twisted this. And now they give her a blue check mark. It's a complete outrageous fabrication it should stop everything right here but the american people don't hear this because why our mainstream media refuses to do their job and actually report facts instead our propaganda media uh just does everything that the democrats ask them to do and thank they go thank you may i have another that is our mainstream media outrageous i'll tell you this one really really pisses me off that this farce of a trial should just end right now the democrats have done two things now that we know of and i'm sure there's more i'm not paying attention like uh if if this was a serious trial because it's not it's a joke anyway the um 
Trump's lawyers, I guess they're now they're they're up. So you know a lot of the media is going to tune out, and the media will challenge everything the Trump lawyers say and twist it around. And you're gonna you'll start seeing that because you haven't seen any of that now. Everything the Democrats have said, the media reports at face value. Period. They didn't even want to report that they had to strike that one story because they reported on fake news. They didn't want to report. They didn't challenge Swalwell, Fang Fang Bang Banger, uh, about what. He did, which is fabricate a tweet. It's just outright fabrication. What a farce. What a farce. Democrats are low lie. I'm sorry if you're a Democrat. If you're a Democrat, don't be a Democrat anymore. You really, really need to get away from that garbage party because they are low lives. They just simply are lows. Now, get it. I get it with Trump. And Trump is, he was a bombastic guy. You know, it not a lot of people. I didn't like him when he ran for, in 2016. I didn't like him prior. I've shared this story before when I met my beautiful, drop dead, gorgeous wife. By the way, when I met her, and shoo, she's a knockout. She's a knockout still, but she was a knockout. I was weak in the knees when I met her. That's that whole thing. I got in her car one time, and she had uh, Trump's book in the console, The Art of the Deal. I bit my tongue and didn't say anything because at that time, I didn't like the man. I didn't like his crassness. I didn't like his, his uh, persona. But man, did I love him as my president. He was, in my opinion, uh, the best president of my lifetime. And it's just a damn shame what our country allowed to happen to uh, Donald J. Trump. I do believe the election was, was fraudulent. Yeah, I'll come right out and say it. I do believe there was fraud, lots of fraud. And if House Resolution 1 gets through, the Republicans will never win another election again, except for the Republicans and Democrats want them to win because there will be because the democrats can't just take it all because people outrage they'll have uh they'll have a true insurrection so they got to give a little they got to let some republicans win but not enough to where they lose power that's the future of america if house resolution one passes again i did a show on it go back and look at that show or listen to it because house resolution one look it up some scary stuff people some scary stuff so andrew cuomo uh governor of new york another garbage human being uh, and also um, a mass kill, a mass murderer. Yeah, that's right. Andrew Cuomo is responsible for more deaths in COVID than uh, probably just about anybody else other than the Chinese, who I believe are responsible for the COVID. So Andrew Cuomo, what did he do? What did he do? Here it is. Here it is. Here's a headline. And this is all over the place, but I'm pulling it from the New York Post just because it's the one that came up. Cuomo aide Melissa DeRosa. Hey, there's a rhyming name. I wonder what her parents were thinking. Uh, maybe they were singing a song when they named her Melissa DeRosa. But I digress. Melissa DeRosa admits they hid nursing home data so feds wouldn't find out. What? They hid data so the feds wouldn't find out? Get out. Shut the front door. Yep, yep, it's true. It's true. Governor Andrew Cuomo's top aide privately apologized to Democratic lawmakers for withholding the state's nursing home death from COVID-19, telling them we froze out of fear that the true numbers would be used against us by federal prosecutors, the Post has learned. The stunning admission of a cover-up was made by Secretary to the Governor, Melissa DeRosa, during a video conference call with state Democratic leaders in which she said the Cuomo administration had rebuffed a legislative request for the tally in August because right around the same time, then-President Donald Trump 
turns this into a giant political football, according to an audio recording of the two-hour-plus meeting. He starts tweeting that we killed everyone in nursing homes, DeRosa said. He starts going after New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy, starts going after California Governor Gavin Newsom, starts going after Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. In addition to attacking Cuomo, fellow Democratic governors, DeRosa said, Trump directs the Department of Justice to do an investigation into us. So what do they do? As she says, and basically we froze, she told the lawmakers on the coast. So what did they do? They lied and we did not get the actual data. And uh, uh, what they really did that was egregious and appalling and unconscionable was send COVID people who had the COVID virus that were ill that were ill, this is a key, that were ill into nursing homes to recuperate or get better. They sent contagious people at the height of their contagiousness, if you will, into nursing homes to the most at-risk people, and people died. And Cuomo lied about the data. Article goes on, because then we were in a position where we weren't sure if what we were going to give to the Democrat Department of Justice or what we give to you guys. What we start saying was going to be used against us while we weren't sure if there was going to be an investigation. DeRosa added that played a large role into this. After dropping the bombshell, DeRosa asked for a little bit of appreciation of the context. Yes, please. She needs appreciation, people. She needs appreciation for giving you this context. And the article goes on, and offered what appears to be the Cuomo administration's first apology for its handling of the nursing homes amid the pandemic. Um, well, you know, you got to put in the context. This is her talking now. Put in the context. We were panicking. We thought there was going to be a DOJ report. You know, Trump, that in his mean tweets. Uh, so we didn't know what was going to happen, so we did it out of fear. So, you know, we were just trying to think of everybody, do the best for everybody. When I mean, when I say everybody, I mean Andrew Cuomo. So, uh, and I, that's me, I'm paraphrasing, because I'm pretty sure that was what it was. But instead of a mea culpa to the grieving family members of more than 13,000 dead seniors or the critics who say the health department spread COVID-19 in the care facilities with the March 25 state health department directive uh, that nursing homes admit infected patients. DeRosa tried to make amends with the fellow Democrats for the political inconvenience it caused them. She goes on. So we do apologize. She said, I do understand that positions that you were in. I know that it is not fair. It was not our intention to put you in that political position with the Republicans. Ah, yeah, so, you know, again, our lamestream media says nothing, does nothing, reports nothing. Now, some will say the Post is mainstream. Yeah, remember Post? They got banned by Twitter, held their ground, and Twitter acquiesced. So I wouldn't say the Post is mainstream. New York Times, USA Today, uh, they have these papers, let's see, Washington Post, uh, Seattle Times, Los Angeles Times. Uh, Dallas Morning News, Atlanta Journal-Constitution, I live in Atlanta. Uh, all of these papers, did they report on it? See, these have a wider circulation than the secondary papers or the alt-media. And so a lot of people who just browse the mainstream media 
uh, information. Don't, don't see the CNN, MSNBC. You think they did a story on it? Mm -hmm. See, this is the problem that we have in this country. The Democrats can literally get away with murder. Murder. This is, this is murder, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm not accusing anybody of anything. But if you know there's a deadly disease, and, you know, come on. We, I'm not a, I'm not a, a, a afraid of this COVID. I, I mean, I don't wear a mask when I don't wear a mask. I don't care. Uh, I, I, I think it's been overblown. I think it's a scamdemic pandemic, but it does exist. There is absolutely a virus that can kill you out there under certain conditions. And what are those certain conditions? Well, if you're a high risk category like elderly, you're at more risk. So what did this? Cretan of a human being, do this Andrew Cuomo and his minions because that's how the Democrats work, right? They got all these useful idiots around them. They took contagious people, sick people of the COVID, and put them with the highest risk category. Absolutely outrageous. That's what a Democrat will do, yeah. So if you have Democrats that'll do that to you, well, what else will you think they'll do? You think they'll lie to you at an impeachment trial? Oh, wait a minute. They do. Democrats. I once said Democrats are scum. And a good friend of mine said, you know, that's really an insult to scum. I'm sorry. As the, one thing the Trump administration has shown me is just how corrupt and immoral and low the Democrats are. Uh, you know, there's that saying, absolute power corrupts, absolute, or cor power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. Um, and then what do the Democrats do? Well, they go after you, me, the conservatives, or libertarians, anybody, you know, center right, far right, you know, no matter what, any Trump supporter, and I am a Trump supporter, by the way, I, I, I know I just said I didn't like the man, going in, but I said, greatest president I, in my lifetime, I would vote for him in a heartbeat again. I did vote for him in 2020. I did vote for him in 2016. I did not vote for him in the primary. I, was, I started out with Cruz. Um, so, uh, and I like Cruz, but I think Trump was more effective in exposing the media and the left. We are in this position now, not because of Trump's crashness and brash personality. We are in this position now because Trump Take the scab off and expose the left for who they are. So I know there's a lot of people that say, well, you know, Trump, because of his behavior, uh, that's why we're in this situation. No, actually, it's not. Uh, because of Trump's behavior, we are aware of this situation. He exposed the, the deep state, if you will. He's exposed the media for what they are, which is fake news. And he's exposed the left for what they are, which are corrupt. So this is why we're in this position. And now what the left and the media, I repeat myself, are doing are trying to cover all this back up. And they don't want you to know that. They're trying to get the scab all back together. Can we put the scab back on? Let's get the scab back on. That they don't want you to know how corrupt they are. They want to go back to business as usual. Trump screwed them up. Now, Trump has lost half of his fortune, allegedly reported that he lost half of his fortune, whatever his fortune was. Uh, some say he said $10 billion when he first ran. Nobody believed that, uh, including me. Uh, I think estimates were around $3.5 um, Again, allegedly, he has lost half of his fortune, exposing the left and the media for what they truly are. So he's given us a gift, a great gift, one and a half billion or $2 billion. 
dollar gift maybe that much. I don't know. But he's he's given us a gift that we are now more aware of who the left and the media are than we were before. And for that, thank you, President Trump. Thank you. So let's talk about that. You know, big business is uh, leaning left. The big tech do whatever they can to help the left. And um, at the start of the show, I said, everything you say can and will be used against you. I alluded to the, um, oh, what's that called? I'm drawing a blank. Woody, you remember um, what the police say to you? The Miranda rights. Thank you, Woody. Miranda rights, you know. Well, apparently we, I don't know if you've heard, they read you your Miranda rights. I haven't been read my Miranda rights, but apparently everything we say and do will be used against us. A couple of examples. I said, I, I talked about one on a previous show, but here's a headline from Bloomberg. Uh, Facebook helped government identify capital rioters from photos. Uh, Facebook Inc. has been helping law enforcement identify people who posted photos of themselves at a January 6 riots at the U.S. Capitol, even after the attack was over, said Monica Vicker, the company's head of global policy. Now, I reported earlier to you guys a few days ago, um, security experts blast Bank of America for helping feds in capital riot probe. So here's what's happening. All if you went to DC on January 6th to participate in the rally, rally, ladies and gentlemen, not the riots, rally, rally. Facebook and Bank of America are giving that information without your knowledge to the feds. Now, if you are on Twitter, I guarantee you that story hasn't popped yet, but I guarantee you, Twitter is doing the same thing. So if you went to the rally, big tech and big business are doxing you. They're helping the feds. So if you stayed at a hotel, bought a, a firearm, bought ammunition while you were in D.C. and your address was not in D.C. and you used a Bank of America card, they reported that information to the federal, federal authorities without your knowledge. You had no idea. If you were there, if you stayed at a hotel, used your Bank of America card, they reported you. So now we find if you went there and you posted on your social media platforms like Facebook, I'm sure Twitter is doing the same thing. They alerted the feds. They're tracking you for what you are doing. So you go to the rally. You, uh, you like me, believe something's not right with this election. It's wrong. What has happened is wrong. There's too many anomalies here. We need to fight. And the way you fight in America, and it's been like this since the beginning of our country, is you protest. We, it's in our First Amendment. We have the right to protest peacefully. Peacefully. Not violently. We have the right to, to protest peacefully. So thousands of people, I don't know how many people went to the rally on January 6th, Thousands upon thousands went there to peacefully protest. President Trump said in his speech to go down to the Capitol building peacefully. He used the word peacefully because that's our right as an American citizen. We have a right to peacefully protest. And now if you do that, if you execute your right and it turns out a day like January 6th where there were some undesirables that caused some ruckus. If you were there, 
they're checking you. Now you're being tracked. Now you're being doxxed. Your bank is giving the Fed's information without you knowing it. Your social media platforms that you are on is giving the federal informa Fed's information without you knowing it. And those social media platforms are the left-leaning ones like Facebook. And not only are those social media platforms now ju uh, judge and jury for everything that happens and kicks people off because they deem you are undesirable without even you being able to do anything, they're giving you information. You trust them? I hope you don't. Because if you trust these social media platforms, man, I tell you, that's a bad, that's a bad move. It's a bad move. Never, don't trust Twitter. Don't trust Facebook. Now, here's the thing about Facebook. Facebook, is, it's different than Twitter. Twitter. Twitter is, you know, it's a garbage site. I, I don't like Facebook either. But Twitter, you know, it doesn't have as large of a user base as Facebook. And it's got a different profile. Now, they're purging conservatives left and right. They've probably already pur purged about 30% of their um, user base. But Facebook's majority user base is uh, skews a little bit older and they skew a little bit more conservative. So what's it going to take to get people to dump Facebook? Um, I post my videos on there and the audio of the show. That's it. I don't, I don't, I, and the only reason I did that is for the marketing. That's all I do is just market this show. That's all I do. I don't share personal data. I don't tell you I'm, I'm at the beach. I don't tell you, look, I'm in my car, top-down rules, wearing six face masks today. I don't do any of that kind of stuff on Facebook. I don't connect with, uh, I don't really interact with people. Um, it, I do just for to promote this show. I use it as a marketing platform because that's really all it is. And I, you know, and I use other platforms too, and there are other platforms you use. So the reason I to bring this point up is again, everything you do can and will be used against you. If this isn't Big Brother, I don't know what is. Who'd have thunk that after reading 1984 or watching the 1984 movie with John Hurt, I believe it is, who was phenomenal in that performance, uh, that that would be coming truer and truer. Now, it's not as dystopian as the book and the movie because we still have our Netflix, with some of us, I don't, I got rid of them, but we still can drive around in our nice cars and it's not, you know, dilapidated buildings all around us like it was in the movie. But as far as them watching you, who'd have thunk that Big Brother would be big tech? all these social media platforms. I mentioned this on the show, previous show, that they could collapse overnight. If enough people dumped them and stopped using it, remember, it's not, it's not about deleting your account. That's part of it. But I don't, I'm not going to advocate deleting your account. Where their metric that they watch closely that makes a big difference in all those social media platforms is active user base. So if you have a Twitter account and you haven't used it in a year, all you are is a tick. But if you have a Twitter account and you use it often, you help them in their algorithm and you help them with the, their investors and their stock price because active users are what drives the engine of social media. If they don't have enough active users in a social media platform, that social media platform eventually withers and dies. A good example of that would be MySpace because Facebook came about and literally took everybody away from MySpace and the active users on MySpace just fell off the planet. Some of you, many of you, probably still have a MySpace account somewhere out there you haven't used in years, but it's still there. You can probably tap into it, do that whole lost, you know, forgotten email, um, um, password thingy. It, and so think about that. 
Think about what's going on in our country. Big business and big tech are looking out for the left. They're not looking out for the little guy. They're not looking out for everyone, whole cloth, meaning all of us. They're looking out for the left. They're doing the left's bidding. And again, I always go back. I bring a lot of times. I bring it all back to House Resolution 1. If that passes, the left will be more dangerous than they have ever been. And the left has been a dangerous party. The left is the party of KKK. The left is a party of segregation. The left is the party of Jim Crow. The left is the party of BLM. The left is the party of Antifa. If you don't think the left are dangerous, then you're not paying attention. The left's a dangerous party. So beware. Forewarned is forearmed. All right, well, let's do a little Biden news here. A couple of things. All right, Biden. He moved the goalpost. <laughs> Remember when Biden got up there and said, oh, we have to wear uh, the mask for 100 days. I'm a, I, you know, I can't do a mandate, but I wanna, I'm going to encourage everybody to wear their mask for 100 days. Well, those 100 days, that's not, uh, it's not working. It's not working. They need to control you more than 100 days. And I bet you, you know, I'm recording this in the afternoon. There is probably a family sitting around their house watching TV with masks on. I guarantee it. I mean, if you watch people driving in their cars and you see two people in their car in the front seat and both have a mask on, are they, are they wearing masks inside their home too? It's madness. Anyway, l listen to Biden now. My friends behind me, Dr. Collins and Dr. Fauci, about whether or not I should take my mask off. And the truth is, although we're more than 10 feet away, I think it's important that I not. It's critically important, the message I'm, I realize I'm speaking to a vast majority, at least I hope I am, of the folks out here at NIH. You know that wearing this mask through the, the next year here can save lives, a significant number of lives. So I'm sure you caught it because you're smart. You're listening to this show. Uh, <laughs> it's important to know that wearing the mask for the next year here can save lives, significant lives. The next year. Well, what happened to 100 days, Joe? Now I got to wear this thing for a year? A whole year? People, I hate wearing a mask. And I, you know, I, I get it. It makes people feel comfortable wearing a mask. I get it. I have no problem with that. I, you know, if you want to wear a mask, you wear a mask. Please, by all means. Uh, if I go into a store that requires me to wear a mask, I'm going to wear a mask. I went to the store the other day. Hey, this is politics and brown liquor. I went to get myself some brown liquor. And by the way, I found this very tasty white whiskey. Uh, oh, that wasn't racist, was it? Did I just, I mean, oh, man. Well, no, you guys are okay with it. Uh, should I said Caucasian whiskey? And when we say brown liquor, do we mean, anyway, I won't go there. But anyway, I found this, um, it's actually a bourbon. It was white bourbon. I won't say the name of it. It's absolutely delicious because, you know, this is you know, politics and brown liquor. So anyway. Um, there was a guy not wearing a mask. And I said, I looked at him, he's standing on, I said, shit, should I take my mask off? <laughs> I mean, go dude, man. That's, I, I, I wore it just out of in, uh, reflex now when I walk into a store. But before I even walk out of a door, boom, the mask goes off. So Joe now wants us to wear a mask for a year. Thank you, Joe Biden. That's so kind of you. Oh, not one mask. Remember now the CDC and Fauci are saying wear two masks. So pretty soon it'll be three, four, five, six. Uh, all to control you. And people are doing it. People are sheep. They're lemmings. Now, also Joe Biden is saying that he's going to let in 25,000 immigrants that are at the border now. 25,000 immigrants at the border. You think it's going to be a one-time shot? I know I just said that fast. It's going to be more than 25,000, ladies and gentlemen. 
he's going to be letting in a ton of people. So uh, this is our administration. Gas has already gone up in California. It's almost $5 a gallon. Saw somebody tweeted out uh, when she was getting gas that it was like four ninety four. That was for, I believe, regular. So gas is already up 18%. So I report the other day about it. Thank you, Joe Biden. Ladies and gentlemen, if you think, the, if you, I, you know, there's, there's something too um, that I think needs to be addressed because uh, people will say, thank you leftists for voting for Joe Biden. And I'm not sure that's who we should thank. I think maybe we need to thank the machines uh, because we're not sure this was an actual uh, legitimate election so do we thank the machines or do we thank uh the absentee ballots for voting for biden but anyway i'm just saying i don't want to get sued by dominion which is my segue dominion uh you know is suing just about everybody they're suing uh sydney powell who they're suing rudy giuliani and for like 1.3 billion dollars because it besmirched their reputation now the thing about dominion is what Sidney Powell said about Dominion that they, they did have ties to Venezuela. They do. They absolutely do have ties to Venezuela. I don't know how they're going to get around all this, but I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know. But Sidney Powell is a lawyer, and she's a very good lawyer. And so, uh, um, so here's, here's what's going on with this. I'm going to go over the Dominion thing real quick. I did a show about it a number of weeks ago, probably a long time ago. And Sidney Powell said all of this stuff and when she was talking about Dominion. And so I did a lot of research and I found it. And, I've, and I actually, I said in my show at the time, if I can find this, imagine what she can find. So Dominion, here's the ties to the Smartmatic and all that. Uh, Smartmatic was started by some Venezuelan engineers out of Florida, uh, Boca Raton, Florida. Uh, they did do business with the Chavez uh, regime down in Venezuela for a long time. They cut ties, I think, in 2017 when Maduro was now the leader in Venezuela. And so, um, and they said they cut ties because of some shenanigans. Now, if you read anything about all the elections under Chavez, Hugo Chavez, uh, there were shenanigans. He won when everybody was surprised, and the the allegation is that those machines were rigged. That's Smartmatic. So Smartmatic uh, is doing elections worldwide. They hire this guy, Lord Brown, uh, who's got connections to George Soros. This is all fact, and I'm going through it really quick. And they they bought a company called uh, I can't remember the name of that company, but they bought this company an American-based company, an election company. And then they hire this guy, Eric Coons, or Coomer, I think his name was. He's a Dr. Eric Coomer. He's got a, I don't know, one of those degrees in um, not medical doctor, but, you know, numbers doctors or whatever. Uh, so Eric Coomer is their chief engineer working for Smartmatic, so, but, they, but the, on the other brand that they bought. So Eric Coomer's working for Smartmatic at this point in time. Smartmatic sells that company to Dominion, and along with Dominion, along with that company goes the furniture one, Dr. Eric Coomer. So Dr. Eric Coomer, who wrote all the algorithms and did all of the um, code writing, worked for Smartmatic, and now he works for Dominion. So there's there's your connection that is a just an absolute unverified, undeniable connection. Uh, Smart Ma uh, Dominion also purchased another company in the United States, I think EJS or some other company that was connected to Diebold or may have been Diebold. This is where I'm forgetting all the facts. I'm just giving you the loose information to bring up speed. And 
they got it from a fire sale from the Department of Justice under the Obama administration because the company was sued for antitrust laws, violations, yada, yada. So now all of a sudden, overnight, this is around 2010, Dominion becomes a big player. They become the biggest player. And now they're working with the Obama administration. And fast forward to 2020, they're all over the place. My state of Georgia use specifically Dominion machines. There's a lot of issues up in Michigan. There was just a lot of controversy with these machines. I'm sure you're all aware of that. So Sydney Powell was talking about all of that stuff. And she didn't say anything, in my opinion, again, I, you know, I'm a layman here. I don't, I don't have a law degree. I just read a lot of news, watch a lot of politics. Uh, I think I have some decent logic and reasoning, but that's just me. So Dominion now is taking a hit with reputation. There's a lot of people like me who never heard of them before. All of a sudden say, you know, I don't like these guys. Uh, wait a minute. When I dig into them, it looks bad. So they're suing everybody for like $1.3 billion because, you know, lost revenue, reputation, all that good stuff. So Sidney Powell has just signed on the services of none other than Lynn Wood. Lynn Wood is that attorney out of Atlanta that a lot of people saw went off the deep end. And actually, if you follow Lynn Wood on Telegram, his Twitter account, or not, tele, not Twitter, he got kicked off a of Twitter. Telegram account is great. I have a lot of respect for Lynn Wood. He um, exposed Mercer University for the hypocrites that they are. Uh, I talked about this on the show too, so I'll do the long story short, is that they had a conference call to talk about taking his name off the building. They didn't know he was on it. And so when he spoke up, he outlaid everything of what he was doing and why he did it. Because the big hang up for a lot of people is that he called for the execution of uh, Vice President Mike Pence. He did not. He used hyperbole. I know, I know how people can twist it around, but he explained it beautifully and i was and from then i was like okay i look at lynn wood a lot different so now uh lynn wood has signed on as the attorney for Sidney powell so this is going to be amazing to watch i believe dominion just filed these lawsuits as a bully tactic because they're trying to take the heat off of themselves we'll see if it actually goes to trial because if it goes to trial uh, you, they're going to have to produce a lot of information. Uh, here is a telegram post from Linwood, uh, today, I'm recording this on February 12th at 11.43 a.m. He said, last night, I was honored when Cindy Powell called me and asked me to serve as lead counsel for her in defending the frivolous defamation lawsuit filed against her by Dominion. Now, if you don't know, Lynn Wood is a very successful defamation lawyer. I mean, very successful. Uh, his post goes on. I quickly accepted. Get ready to rumble, Dominion. You made a mistake suing Sydney. You are going to pay a heavy price. Sydney and I will not be intimidated. We will not go quietly in the night. Hey, Dominion, I will see you and your employees and officers soon as truth is pursued and established. I will see you across the table where you will be subjected to a thorough and sifting cross-examination under oath. I know how to deal with legal bullies like you. Check my record. So that was a post that he wrote on 11.43 a.m. At 11.37, he wrote, I love Sidney Powell. I admire her brilliant skills and tenacity from a distance as I watched her fight a corrupt system to achieve justice for a great America, Lieutenant American, Lieutenant General Mike Flynn. She got him 
exonerated. Uh, Sydney is a truth giver. She also shares my love for God, as does General Finn, who is also a truth giver. So then he goes on, I've had the privilege to work with Sydney and General Flynn over the past few months. They're great Americans. They are role models for many. So this, ladies and gentlemen, is going to get very interesting very, very soon. I cannot wait. I absolutely wish and hope this goes to trial. Absolutely. This is, this is one of those things to where it will expose Dominion if there is fraud, if there are, are any irregularities. This is how we're going to find out because our, our media won't do anything. Our governor, government won't do anything. But if it goes into a court of law, then they'll be exposed. And we've got Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood. They'll let us know. They won't hold back because they haven't yet. So think what you will about those two. But it's not over. This is just beginning as far as exposing the truth. And, you know, the media, I hope, I pray, I wish, goes down the tubes because of all this. Because they have done America, you, me, a huge, huge disservice. Hey, I, I, I'm going to wrap up the show. I, I'm looking at a headline here that's just disheartening. Um, it's from Gateway Pundit. It's the headline is we shouldn't have followed him. We shouldn't have listened to him. Nikki Haley slams Trump and his supporters. So Nikki Haley, who had once promising political career, people were also looking at her as a presidential candidate potentially. And uh, this signals that she is absolutely serious about throwing her hat in the presidential ring because she's distancing herself from Donald Trump. And it's just a damn shame that she thinks this is going to help her because it's not. This is going to hurt her. Uh, there are people who support President Trump are passionate about their support for President Trump. So if she would have not said this, she would have had a better chance. But she had to open her big mouth, say slam Trump because she thinks it's getting her the press that she needs to uh, heighten her um, uh, profile. But what she just did is she just pissed off 74 million people because the people see what's happening. We are not stupid media. We are not stupid politicians. We are not stupid big tech. We are not stupid big business. You can only pull this crap so far before the American people say enough. And I'm not inciting a riot. I'm not inciting insurrection. I'm saying the purse strings will be closed to you. You will lose money. You will lose position. You will lose status. You will lose power because we will shut the purse strings and not vote for you, not use your products. That is how we win. We win by siphoning off the resources you need for your power grabs, and that is money and support. So when you're looking at your decisions, ladies and gentlemen, for your money and who you support, let's start thinking in a more conservative manner, if you will. So Nikki Haley just torpedoed her chances. Hey, thanks for listening to the Eve Vanderbilt show. Yeah, I think we're going to, what do you think, Woody? Should we start calling it the Eve Vanderbilt show? Yeah, okay. How about this, Woody? This sounds good. What? I, I, that's a good suggestion. So the Eve Vanderbilt show at the PBL podcast. Thanks for listening. Hey, please do us a favor. 
Uh, please, uh, you know, I'm, I'm still on all these social medias, and this is how we battle them by rising up in the algorithm, because their algorithms, we can beat them in their algorithm by subscribing to our show. We put the show on Apple. That is the largest platform right now. We'll see what changes in the future, but please do listen to us, and please do like, follow, share, and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. If you're watching this on YouTube, which, you know, YouTube is suppressing my numbers anyway, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. If you're watching on rumble there's not a lot of users on rumble highly encourage you to go find us on rumble we're the pbl podcast we put this up on rumble and subscribe 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 again it helps move everybody up in the algorithms when you subscribe to whatever it is you're listening to whatever it is you're watching but again i thank you for listening to the e vanderleet show at the pbl podcast how'd that sound woody that sound good great all right thanks everybody have an amazing day the rest of the day